Out to the KDUS hotline we go. And to go around Major League Baseball, we're now joined the sports zone by Scott Miller of Sirius XM Major League Baseball. And, uh, Scott, let's start with uh, the American League East. All five teams at least three games above 500. And uh, the Rays, I mean, they slowed down some. They weren't going to finish, I don't think, with 120 wins. Uh, but how much of them slowing down has been they just weren't going to maintain that pace because it was ridiculous. How much of it is the fact that they lost starting pitchers Jeffrey Springs and Drew Rasmussen to injury? Yeah, I mean, they, they had to recalibrate. There's no doubt about it. Um, but they do so much right. I mean, I, the Rays, like you said, they're for real. Even slowing down, their winning percentage is 700 on the button entering tonight's games. I mean, they're 35 and 15. Mm-hmm. Now, as you said, nobody is going to win 70% of their games over 162. Um, but, you know, even slowing down, the Rays lead the major leagues in home runs. Uh, they're among the stolen base leaders, so they're versatile. That you know, they speedy, powerful. Uh, you know, the pitching is the thing with Rasmussen and Springs out that they're going to have to you know figure out. But they seem to have depth. They're getting you know Tyler Glass now is due to start this weekend, and you know the big thing. I mean, Baltimore's playing out of their mind too. I mean, they're winning sixty, almost sixty-five percent of their games as well as Tampa Bay's play. They've only got a three-game lead over Baltimore and only five over the Yankees. That that division is not going to be for the faint of heart. I was going to get to the Orioles next. I, I, Scott, I've been slow to come around here. I just have a tough time trusting a team whose you know, ace pitcher, ace, ace starter is Kyle Gibson. No offense, but he's like a you know, third, fourth, fifth guy on a really good team usually. Should I move away from the? I guess I just need to get away from this narrative that I have about the O's starting pitching and just recognize the rest of their team. Should I just do that and forget the other the starting pitching part? I yeah, I'm with you. It's hard to overlook starting pitching. I mean, the game is won on the mound, but what what they've done, they've got a really good bullpen that helps compensate for the rotation. They do have a couple of kids, uh, including this Grayson Rodriguez in the rotation, that's going to get better and better. But you know, I think he, he's he's only 23. He was their first round pick in 2018, and uh, Grayson Rodriguez is is going to be an exciting starter. But beyond that, I mean, you know, that lineup. Ever since they brought Adley Rutschman up last year, uh, he's. I mean, I don't want to. Baseball's not a one man sport. Um, they've got other things going too, but but this when Rutschman joined the team, he's so good and things just changed. Um, they already had, you know, the speedy leadoff man, the center fielder Cedric Mullins, um, you know, guys like Ryan Mountcastle at first base, uh, you know, Gunnar Henderson at third base. They've got some pretty, they've got a really solid lineup, a really good bullpen, and and um, you know, no doubt they've they've got it going really well and. and you know, they there's just a presence with Rutschman. The Yankees, they battle a lot of injuries here. They've certainly gotten healthier recently. They're now thirty and twenty. Uh what or who have kind of caught your attention from the Yankees? Well, you know, a uh, big surprise, but the last uh nine or ten days Aaron has has really carried that team. Uh he had seven home runs in seven days. Uh, through the end of this past weekend. Um, you know, he had the game-tying home run last night 
that sent them into extra innings to, to a big win over Baltimore in a, in a pretty interesting early season AL East series. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Judge, I mean, D.J. LeMayhew's healthy again. Harrison Bader was out early, and he's back. Um, you know, the pitching, it, the, the, theoretically, the Yankees, they've absorbed so many injuries early, they ought to be better as, you know, as the season goes along, they should get stronger. Uh, Luis Severino is uh, rejoining the rotation. You know, he's been out. Um, you know, Domingo Herman got suspended for the sticky stuff, but, you know, he'll be back. But Severino, Garrett Cole is pitching well. Um, you know, Josh Donaldson has been out. He's just close to coming back. Giancarlo Stanton is on the injured list. I know there's nothing new there. That's usually, you know, the, if they're going to – just at the beginning of the year, uh, you pencil in at least one, if not two or three injury list stints for Stanton. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, they, they've had a ton of injuries early, but they're getting healthy. Going around Major League Baseball with Scott Miller, the Blue Jays, the defense and their base running, they just aren't good. Uh, I thought when they maybe changed managers last year, this would get better, but yep. I don't think that's happened. What's going on there? Yeah, I mean, that's a team that should be a lot better than it is. And <clears throat> you're right. I mean, I saw them in Anaheim early this season, and I thought this team, I think they're right to win the division finally and obviously they're not they're 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 in last place and and um you know i mean from george springer to bo bichette to vladdy guerrero matt chapman was hitting the ball hard early um i mean they're you know they've got versatility whit merrifield can run the bases he's speedy kevin kiermeyer go get the ball in center field uh you know springer and bichette and guerrero but yeah, they just – you're right. There are too many other holes, you know, defensively or not running the base as well. Um, you know, the rotation's not great, but it should be good enough. I mean, Alex Manoa, you know, Kevin Gausman, Chris Bassett, you know, has had a pretty good year so far. Jose Barrios has been uh, inconsistent. That's been one of the issues. But, um, yeah, they uh, – they should be better than they are. And in that division, unless they get going pretty quick, they're going to get swallowed up. Meanwhile, the Red Sox, they begin a series here against the Diamondbacks on Friday. How much of the Red Sox, and the start, at least to me, the start, surprising start of the season, how much of this is Alex Cora? Um, yeah, I, he's always a good presence as a manager. There's no doubt. Um, you know, I mean, there's a reason after he got suspended, they brought him back. Uh, Red Sox really like him. Of course, he led him to their 2018 World Series uh, triumph. But it's funny. You, you look at that lineup in the Red Sox. I mean, it's the Heim Bloom Tampa Bay influence. They've got a bunch of guys that you either never heard of or you're just getting to know. Guys like like uh, Tristan Cassis at first base and, you know, Heron Duran and the center field. Um you know, it just kind of leaves you shaking your head. I just saw them in San Diego over the weekend. I'm like, who are these guys? Um, you know, the thing with the, the Red Sox, they, the, the last two times around the rotation, their pitching has been pretty good. Chris Sale um, looked really good in San Diego the other night. 
He's had back-to-back outings now where he's throwing 110 pitchers or more. First back-to-back outings where he's thrown at least 110 since 2017, believe it or not. Um, And and James Paxton just rejoined the rotation. Now, question is, going forward, do we trust Chris Sale and James Paxton, Paxton to stay on the active list? I don't know that I do. Their injury history uh, suggests that they're going to probably not be able to pitch like they used to the rest of the season. But, you know, for right now, things are going pretty well for the Red Sox, other than Corey Kluber. He looked horrible in San Diego the other day. And he's 37 now, and I think Corey Kluber's about done. Yeah, I agree with that. I've seen him more than once, and I thought he's about done. <laughs> so you mentioned the Padres. Obviously, they've been really disappointing, to say the least. You know, their offense has been bad. Um, it, it, are they going to turn it around, or is this kind of the 2023 Padres? You know, I think they're going to turn it around. I just can't believe they're going to be this bad the rest of the year. But the problem is, uh, for the Padres, they're really top-heavy. Their stars have to hit. And Manny Machado and Juan Soto both got off to really, really bad starts. And now, of course, Machado has a hairline fracture in his hand, and he's on the injured list. Um, but the bottom half of their order, uh, oh, my gosh. I mean, Rugnet Odor has been in their second base, and, you know, Trent Grisham in center field, Austin Nola at catcher. I mean, the, the last three spots or four spots of their order pretty much are out. It, it's like having – remember, the, before the designated hitter, when he used to say, well, in the National League, <laughs> the pitcher can't hit, so they're, they're, you, you only have to face eight hitters. Well, right now it's like opposing pitchers only have to face six or seven hitters. It, it's They're really top-heavy, and the bottom the, – the, the, the non-stars, are not hitting and and don't look like they can hit. Um, The other thing is they're the worst batting average in the major leagues with runners in scoring position. Uh, Through this past weekend, it was less than 200. So they are continually failing with guys in scoring position. Now, I can't imagine it'll stay that bad the rest of the year. I think some better days are ahead for the Padres, but – they certainly have themselves in a big hole early. The Diamondbacks, uh, they're, they're going through the schedule stretch where they should win a bunch of games, but they've now won nine out of 11. Should we expect the Diamondbacks, expect them to make the playoffs? Oh, I don't like that word. Fact, I think from where they've been, I think that's an awfully optimistic word. I don't know about expect, but. Uh, you know, certainly, you know, a couple things. I mean, you know, the way the Padres we just talked about, I, I assume they're going to improve. You know, I, I, I think there's no doubt the Diamondbacks are improved. Um, you know, we've seen that. They're nine games over 500. You know, uh, the way they're, they, they, you know, they've got speed. I, I like, you know, youth plays pretty big these days. In these days of no greenies and no steroids and, Everybody now kind of plays their age. And and given the grind of the season, young players, uh, young talent plays. And that's, mm-hmm. you know, Diamondbacks finally have some of that. Corbin Carroll, you know, you you got to like him. Um, 
you know, Zach Gallon pitching in Philly today will be pretty, you know, on days he's on the mound, obviously you really like the Diamondbacks' chances. Um, I think with the extra playoff spot, six out of 15 teams um, make it. I, I think certainly, I don't know about expect, but I think this is the Diamondbacks' best chance in a number of years to make the playoffs. Talking Major League Baseball with Scott Miller. The Dodgers, the last two nights, they've won games in Atlanta. Games started by rookies Gavin Stone and Bobby Miller. Are, are the Dodgers good enough? I actually on Monday said they need to get some starting pitching. Then Stone and Miller, you know, Stone had a bad first inning on Monday night, but was really good after that. Miller was very impressive yesterday in his Major League debut. Are they good enough to basically avoid adding starting pitching at the deadline now? Um. I don't know if I say that. I mean, it's always you're always going to need pitching, but yeah, um, you know, Bobby Miller, that was a statement last night against Atlanta, and and you know that he's one, he's their top pitching prospect. So if if let's say this, if if their young pitchers stay healthy, they may be good enough to avoid adding at the deadline. But you know, that's always a coin flip, right? Is you know the right. young guys like Bobby Miller are they going to be able to you know? pitch all year and stay healthy obviously the Dodgers are the kings of of uh, you know giving guy pitchers rests in season by placing them on the injured list for suspicious reasons and then they, they sit guys down and they bring them back and you know but Gavin Stone and Bobby Miller are two of the you know reasons why the Dodgers took a step back financially this year and thought it's time to give some of our young talent a chance, whether that's guys like Stone and Miller on the mound, whether it's Miguel Vargas at second base, you know, James Altman, the outfielder. Um, you know, the Dodgers always seem to have minor leaguers that are seasoned and ready to go. And, and this year, the next so-called wave of them seemed to be close enough that the Dodgers decided to give them a chance. And, you know, a lot of us thought they were taking a step back this year, but, uh, you know, here we are, they're in first place again. And I think the combination of that young talent we just talked about combined with just the culture of the organization, this is – I've been talking about this a lot in San Diego when I've been around here where I live when I've been getting asked constantly what is wrong with the Padres. One huge difference, the Dodgers, even in a year like this when they're taking a step back, the culture of their organization, they know how to they just all these years of winning has bred the expectation of success, and they do the little things right. Um, unlike when we were talking about Toronto a little bit ago, right? they know how to win. The Padres don't know how to win yet. Uh, Diamondbacks are learning how to win, um, but that's one wild card the Dodgers have in their favor. Is even when they throw young pitchers like Bobby Miller out there. Um, top to bottom of this roster, they do the things right on the field because they know how to win. And that's that's a pretty darn good uh, wild card aspect of a team to have. You know, why are they so good at player development? They've, been, they've gone through farm directors and a few GMs and so forth, but it's amazing. I mean, you can go back you know, you know, 50 years that they always seem to be developing younger players. Yeah, they do. And, and, you know, again, whether it's in bred within their culture, going back to, 
um, you know, the 70s and 80s when you had scouts like Mike Burrito, um, yeah. you know, that, that classic figure, you know, God rest his soul now, he passed away. But, you know, he was the guy that used to stand there with the radar gun and the Panama jack right. hat behind the plate. You know, guys <laughs> like him and Logan White was the farm director. Uh, he's with the Padres now, and but Logan White was the farm director in the in the late '90s and early 2000s that you know helped find guys like Cody Bellinger. Uh, it just seems like you know they passed the torch. Uh, you know, like like some teams you see pass the torch at the major league level. Um, you know, when you go like like say a Clayton Kershaw to a Walker Bueller, well that torch gets gets passed internally in some organizations as well. The Dodgers have done it as well as anybody. Scott, always good talking to you. My bad that we haven't done this more often. I'll not have that. I won't make that mistake again. My bad on that. Also, also tell people how they can keep up with your stuff. Uh, I'm regularly contributing to the New York Times baseball coverage. Um, Usually when I have a story, uh, which it seems to be once or twice a week with New York Times, I'll tweet it at Scott Miller BBL, like baseball, at Scott Miller BBL. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's pretty much the outlet right now. Um, okay. You know, I'm working. I won't get into details now, but I'm working on a book that's probably a year and a half away from coming out. We'll talk more about that one later. But right now, New York Times. All right, it's not the Bob Kemp autobiography, or it'll be the uh, bi- biography. It would be the autobiography. The, you know, I'm sure you're. That's your next book. I'm sure, right down the road. Yeah, that's so, right. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, Scott. Always a pleasure. Thanks. All right. Take care, Bob. You too, Scott Miller. Check out all his work, and uh, always good to talk to Scott.